You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. And I'm delighted to welcome back to the show our entertainment correspondent, Steve Newell, who's been travelling the world and taking some time out. But oh, good to know. have some, you back. Some sleep-ins some in Auckland. Sleep-in, let's yeah. let's admit that I've had a few sleep-ins <laughs> as well. Nice to have you back. And you are talking about a film that I am dying to see because I'm a huge Michael Fassbender fan. And also, I don't mind David Fincher either. Absolutely. Um, this is a, a thriller called The Killer. Yeah. Uh, it snuck into cinemas here just over a week ago. This is a film that um, is uh, a Netflix streamer um, and it's got a very, very limited theatrical release, which is a bit of a shame for a David Fincher film because he's such a technical craftsman. This film looks fantastic like all his previous work. But now that he started this relationship with Netflix that kicked off with Mank a few years ago, maybe we'll see more oh, sort of director yes. streaming stuff from him. Nevertheless, um, see it on a big screen if you can. Uh, it's in very limited release at the moment. It's on Netflix from the 10th of November. But the film stars Michael Fassbender. He's a hitman. Um, Fassbender's actually making his return after quite a long spell not being seen on screen. He's been too busy being a professional race car driver. Okay. Which, well, why not, I mean, if you can? Acting's risky, but let's yeah. try something risky. Okay. Uh, and uh, so the film's kind of told on a lot of uh, kind of wry, sarcastic monologue through uh, uh, Fassbender's uh, steely assassin. It's the kind of plot you've seen a million times before. It goes to do a hit, hit goes wrong, stuff happens. Okay. I mean, I got it. It's a it's a hitman thriller. Revenge has to be sought. Uh, it's dispensed in a suitably violent fashion. Um, and in the hands of Fincher and Fassbender, this is an intense thriller. Uh, while familiar, it's the performances and, and all the craft of the film mm. make it really, really worth watching. So encourage so you to check it out. Has this gone to the theatrical recent cinemas? Is this a trend worldwide? Is this for Oscar to be potentially eligible for Oscars or is it not really? Do you think they're just I would suspect to... that it's playing on pretty small screens. Okay. Um, it's not your uh, biggest screen at the multiplex type release. Right, okay. And I suspect that probably it's just to do with um, ticking a requirement of Finch's yes. that the film gets played in cinemas everywhere. Um, but yes, there's not a lot of promotional marketing behind it. That's why I'm keen to let people know to go yeah. and see it if they can. Totally. If you're looking for something to see in cinemas so, this week, take a punt on it. At the cinemas and then on Netflix, <clears throat> excuse me, from December the 10th. No, November, November the 10th. 10th. See, I'm just counting down. I'm at Christmas already. Oh, this year, it's, I'm, I'm over. Okay. Uh, also, touch last night we had the Student Radio Awards. And it's good to see Student Radio celebrating because it's been life's a bit tough if you're a student radio station. Yeah, at the moment, it certainly isn't it? is. And it's kind of funny sitting on a different radio station talking about other radio stations. Yes. But you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Well, and student radio is a bit different. We've all had an association over the years if we've gone to some kind of tertiary institution where there was a student radio station that, you know, we remember them fondly. Absolutely. It's a training ground for broadcasters. It's a place mm. where new acts develop, uh, where the sorts of uh, musical artists who graduate to some of our biggest stages first get played and first start building a fan base. Um, so they have an awards each year where they celebrate um, local talent and local contributors in each region and also have a few national awards. Um, I want to say some artist names that listeners might not be super familiar with. But these are the sort of acts that you might catch, like if you're going to Splore Festival or okay. The Other's Way or, or, or sort of laneway type uh, type billings. Um, favourite album was one by Deep State, a fantastic record called Dreams. Favourite single, Juju Lips, Airplane Mode. Uh, favourite group was Office Dog. An Outstanding Achievement Award was presented to excellent music website Under the Radar. They're um, really doing the online equivalent of what student radio stations do and documenting New Zealand's musical scene. 
And uh, winner of the SRN Top 10 for 2023, the kind of collective countdown of all the favorite songs from the different stations, was self-described post-Empire-themed dungeon power techno trio, Greco Romank, with an awesome song, Celestial Poison. Like I say, the sort of acts you can catch on festival bills uh, on the more interesting end of the festival spectrum throughout the summer. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Steve. We'll catch up with you next week. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.